The social contagion of transgenderism has impacted this country in a deadly way. Motivated and propelled by a dangerous worldview, this movement is hurting people rather than helping them. Here to unpack present-day issues from a biblical perspective is Janet Parshall. A study out of the UK has shown that a significant number of children who are struggling with their sexual identity and taking puberty-blocking drugs are having mental health issues. The University of Essex determined that one-third of the youth with gender dysphoria experienced a decline in mental health after taking triptorolin. The study came from the NHS's Gender Identity Development Service at Tavistock in 2021 and focused on certain children taking the drug between the ages of 12 and 15. The data also determined that 37% reported no change and less than one in three noted an improvement in their mental health. The researchers looked at both emotional and behavioral issues as well as studying sleep difficulties. Anxiety, depression, and changes in social behavior were reviewed as well as attention problems and aggressive behavior. The authors of the study noted, this is the first analysis of UK data on children ages 12 to 15 with gender dysphoria taking puberty blockers, demonstrating individual level change as opposed to testing differences between group average. As such, this analysis gives a fuller picture of the benefits and risks of treatment. We recommend that these approaches be incorporated into new gender dysphoria services being established in the UK, as well as new research studies being designed. What the researchers observed is that some youth struggling in this area are actually harmed by taking these drugs. Sound science and prudent medical care dictate a cautionary approach toward playing around with hormone levels in a developing brain. Kira Bell was a young woman who was treated at Tavistock when she was 16. After adamantly arguing the need to transition, she was put on puberty blockers, a year later given testosterone, and by 20 had a double mastectomy. She soon developed a man's voice, a man's beard, and started calling herself a man's name. But as she matured, Kira discovered that her gender dysphoria was a symptom of her misery, not the cause. Five years after transitioning to a man, Kira began to transition back to being a woman. But the experience was costly. Kira now has lost her breasts, will be unable to breastfeed, has facial hair, a permanently changed voice, and atrophied genitals. Kira has said the job of the professionals at the Tavistock Clinic was to consider all her comorbidities and not merely facilitate the notion that she was a man trapped in a woman's body. She has sued the clinic, alleging that they didn't fully explain the life-altering procedure she would undergo and the irreversible nature of her treatment. Cases like Kira have led to countries like Sweden, Finland, and a number of other European countries taking a more cautious, less medical approach to helping young people questioning their gender identity. It's time America did the same. Instead of giving hormone blockers, it's time for the medical profession to unblock the truth. Those are my thoughts. I'm Janet Parshall. For more information, go to JanetParshallCommentary.org or email us at JanetParshallCommentary at Moody.edu.